Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, America, and all listeners across across the globe. This is Billy Jones, the author of Everyday Folk's book and the creator of Everyday Folk's Detail. Today is Sunday, December 3rd, 17th, and I am so delighted that you're able to join us once again for another exciting show titled BJC, The Conversation With. If at any time you'd like to be during the live broadcast of the show, please do not hesitate to give me a call at 347-539-5372. Again, that is 347-539-5372. And if you'd like to inbox me with your questions, comments, or requests, please do so at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. First, I'd like to say special thanks to the South Florida Writers Association for an outstanding standing conversation about a month ago, I had the pleasure of interviewing four of my dear colleagues who were all panelists at the 33rd annual Miami Book Fair International here in Miami. For those of you who are not aware of this, Miami-Dade College, a state college in my town, puts on the largest book fair in America. And I've had the privilege of working at the college and also the privilege of working and, and facilitating, if not hosting, that And so this is momentous many of our members, of which I am truly grateful. So congrats to all of you on a fine performance a week ago and looking forward to seeing all the exciting things you're going to be doing in 2018. As well, a special shout-out to my colleague, Anike S., who is the host of Journey into Passion. Just 24 hours ago, she interviewed the amazing Esther Swabi, and that dialogue was so phenomenal. Don't be alarmed. Listen to it in the archive of Everyday Folks Radio, or you can download it through iTunes. Coming up in two weeks is our another segment of K-pop, Keeping Up With K-pop. Our K-pop girls have been doing an exciting job in keeping us surprised with the latest music happening in Korean pop culture. And so the next segment, the holiday seasonal segment, and the closing segment for 2017 will take place on December 14th. So we have an exciting show today, folks. I think you're not here to hear me give more shout-outs to people. I'm here to talk to someone who I think has it all together and is grateful in, in his leadership create aha moments that we all need to memorialize and share with the world. So before I introduce him, I'd like to read his bio as posted on the blog for the show. Mitchell TV is the aha guy at the aha that who is a people publisher that empowers thought leaders to share their He is an accomplished entrepreneur who has created 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies, that have published over 800 books. Mitchell is an international best-selling author with eight book business books, has provided strategic consulting to over 100 companies, has advised over 500 CEOs on critical business issues, and has been chair of the board of the NASDAQ list In addition to these accomplishments, He's been happily married for 28 years and regularly spends four to five weeks annually in a European country with his family and friends. Mitchell is committed to aliveness, joy, and, of course, aha moments. And I have to say this, I want to grow up to be Mitchell <laughs> because this exciting <laughs> life and things that he's doing, I need, I'm taking notes. So my friend and colleague, Mitchell, welcome to the show. Welcome. 
<laughs> Billy, great to be here. <laughs> hey, I want to grow up to be what you what you read sounds pretty good too. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to tell you, as we just a few minutes ago before this those the show started, you and I had a brief dialogue, and I have to share. I've never seen anything like this. There are questions coming in galore from people, and they're coming from not only here in my own hometown. One is from California, Georgia, Illinois, Connecticut. Oh, my gosh. It's growing here. So I have to oh, say that people know Love it. what it's about. It's you. It's you, Mitchell. So thank you for, to this. Thank you for joining us today on the show. So <laughs> Mitchell, the aha. We all, we, by the way, Billy, we all want ahas. We yeah. all want excitement. We all want to... We all want to sort of grow and do something more in today's world because it's changing so fast, and there are people who are being left behind, and so we need to uh, we need to grow and change. Sorry, I cut into you. No, I, not at all, and I appreciate your saying that. And, and I feel that what you're doing, the platform you're creating, is, is giving many individuals from a variety of walks of life to have their voices heard. So you're providing a forum for them. So I really support that and appreciate what you're doing. But I do have a question. Mm. So how can okay. – I know that when I talked, and I have to share with our listeners, I haven't done my homework. I've been a very bad boy. So Mitch and I, I promised to try Mitch's product. So that's okay, though, because even though I haven't tried it fully, this is a great chance for, for, for folks to realize this is not the first of your business. So in our next conversation, I will have done so. And then we'll have even further reflection. But I do want to ask the question about how can anyone write a book in eight hours? I mean, I'm taking five years <laughs> to put out the next work of everyday folks. So what's the secret? So the, the, the answer comes with, first, how do you define a book? And second, yeah. how do you make sure you stay focused in writing it? So where it, and oh by the way, and I just want to I just want to pat you on the back, and I'll say this: I've done a, probably a couple hundred radio shows like this, and it's a, a handful of the hosts spend the time ahead of time doing the right amount of research, calling the guests, and trying to get to know them better. And and Billy, you are one of them, and I just pat yourself on the back. Everything about our interaction has been top-notch so far. So thank you. Thank you very um, much, Mitchell. And the feeling is truly mutual. Thank you. Oh, you, you are absolutely welcome. So how do you write a book? First, let's define a book. In today's world, we still look at the book as the quintessential element of what, what states us as, ha- as being an expert. I guess we could spend a couple hundred thousand dollars in a number of years, get a PhD, and then by definition, we're an expert, or we can write a book. And right. since the Bible and Gutenberg Press, you know how important books are. And of course, you, we've talked mm-hmm. about that. So how do you do one in eight mm-hmm. hours or less? Well, let's take a look at how do we consume data today with all this information around us and so much opportunity to learn and so much coming at us. We kind of live in a seven-second soundbite economy. I mean, as, as unfortunate or as fortunate as that is, you need to capture somebody's attention quickly. So in the platform, ahabat.com, we've defined a book as having 140 sound bites, 140 aha messages, only one of which is necessary to capture somebody's attention. So first, how do you do one in eight hours? Let's define a book as having 140 bite-sized quotes. And I'll give you an example of one, and this is from the book that I wrote, uh, which is, hey, did you aha that? And because, you know, I want <laughs> aha that to be a verb. Um, and uh, and the, the quote or the aha message is, and I, I sort of alluded to it, we live in a mm-hmm. seven-second soundbite economy. Make it count. Mm. So what does something like that do? Well, you say to yourself, oh, it's not seven seconds, it's ten, or it's four. Or, oh, yeah, I do have seven seconds. And when I stood up in front of the audience – and I said, good morning, uh, how was the food? Well, that's your seven seconds. Was that the right seven seconds to use? Is that the right message to communicate? An aha message, the goal is to get the, the reader or the listener to, get, to, to actually have a framework change, to actually say, aha, I get it, it makes sense. So when you have 140 of these, it'd be great if somebody reads your book from cover to cover, and it'll take about 10 minutes if they did that. 
That said, right. they only need to see one or two or three, and they get this consistent feeling and message from you. They then get the recognition that you're the expert, and then they, by definition, want to do business with you. So let's talk sure. about how you do one in eight hours. Um, if you go to okay. ahavat.com slash author, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. a – it's a three-step writing process. And, and, Billy, I won't take too long, but can I go through the three steps? Would that be okay? Oh, please, by all means. And, and folks, as, we're, as, as Mitch is talking, I've done this before. I'm doing it as we speak, too, just so that I re- get, get a sense of what the process is like. Because in 2018, folks, I'm going to be creating aha moments with Mitchell. And I think that it's important that you all, if you're listening now, if you have a computer in front of you, get your mobile device, they multitask now. Why not pull it up and join us? So go for it, Mitchell. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Well, one of the benefits you have, by the way, is teachers and students, we have a scholarship program. So if you're actually at a, a university or, or a student today, you can actually write your AHA book and get a scholarship. And, and if you go to ahavat.com slash author, you'll not only see mm-hmm. the three-step process, but you'll see where you can apply for a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I step one. It. Got it. So simple steps, by the way. So step one. Step one is a Word document. Four questions. Okay. The uh, simple questions. What's your name? What's your bio? Uh, title of the book. One paragraph summary. Question number one is the most important question. So uh, I, I, we made it number one. But, Let me tell you how it reads, but then I'll tell you what it means. Go for it. How it reads is what are the reader's expectations? Who are the readers and what are their expectations on this book? So that's obvious. That makes sense. Let me tell you what it really means. The books we like to do, the books I like to publish, the goal of the book is to establish you as the expert. So we, we don't really – we wouldn't do a traditional cookbook. We don't do poetry. What we do really are books that will allow you to demonstrate that you have expertise in a particular area. So the best way to think about question number one is who is your prospect mm-hmm. and what are, what are their pain points? So this is really interesting. If you're in business, you know the pain points that you solve for your customers today. You know the pain mm-hmm. points that your prospects have. You know the objections your prospect has when they hear about you as a service provider. So guess what? If you wrote a book that is focused on your prospect's pain points, when somebody goes into mm-hmm. Google and Google's, hey, I got a problem in this area, who do I find? And they run across your book, which covers this area. Mm-hmm. Who do they think is mm-hmm. an expert, or who do they think, who should be included in the list of people they analyze? Now that would be you. So that's step number one is a word document. It takes about an hour ish uh, to fill out. Think of it as mm-hmm. your game plan, your project management plan. It is the it is the thing that's going to tell you here's what your book's about. Here's what we're going to be writing for. And by the way, when we do a content edit of your book. We're going to review what it is that you want us to accomplish and verify that your uh, messages actually make that happen. As you're speaking, I'm writing down these steps. And for folks, just so that you are aware, at, long after this show is over, if you go to my, my homepage, my website, JillyPaulJones.com, there is a link on the main page titled Who I'm Supporting. So I'm placing a link. It's already there, actually, Mitch. There is a link oh, beautiful. to your page, which actually provides this information. So, so folks, if, if you don't feel you can get in at this moment on the live broadcast, don't worry. Even if you're listening to it through the archive, you're able to follow up through that means as well. So to continue, oh, please, Billy, that that's step awesome. one. So step Thank one, you. We're, we're defining our expectations. Step two, and, and, it, and it sounds very simple. You simplified a process that many people <laughs> don't realize that. <laughs> they think when they're writing, when you're writing a book, they immediately think of the traditional pathway. And what you've done is you've taken a medley, you created a medley of various pathways, from tradition to independent to um, to self-published. And you created what I feel is like this blue ocean for publishing. <laughs> and, it, Beautiful. and I think that's great. It's great. And so, but please continue. You, you gave us your first step, and you were working on the second. Let's let's continue. All right. All right. I want to come back to that because it's really interesting. We're not, it's not quite self-publishing, but what's fascinating is not right. only do you 
not only do you get a social media enabled ebook, but you could turn that into a PDF, a Kindle, a paperback, a hardcover published by a third party publisher demonstrating your expertise. We'll come back to that. Yes. So, step two um, I have curated over probably now close to 70,000 aha messages. So, when I look at a book and I look at an aha message, it's easy for me to say, do I like it or not like it? So, I created right. a single page PDF with best practices. And so if you go to ahavat.com slash author, step number mm -hmm. two is a single page PDF that you download. You should print it out and hang it up. And when you write stuff on social media, see if you follow those steps. See if you follow the best practices. Hmm. So that's an easy one. That's about five minutes to read. And mm -hmm. by the way, whether or not you publish with us or not, um, if you're still going to publish a book, step number one is still important. You need that for any book you do, any type of book you do. Step number two, right. anything you want to do on social media, absolutely worthwhile. So you could use either of those two steps without even, uh, with never even having to publish with us. All right, let's do step number three. Step number three is an Excel document, and that's where you put your aha messages. So that's where we actually, when we look at, when you submit it to us, we do a copy edit, a content edit, and a cover design but we do it based on the Excel spreadsheets where we did a copy edit and content edit. So yeah. it's kind of easy. I mean, I, I don't want to simplify. Yeah. I mean, it, it, what it does to do a book is you have to have some knowledge, some experience, some expertise. So maybe yeah. it's five, ten, five years or 10 years of being an expert, and then you spend eight hours writing your book. Hmm. That's, it, it's, it's really kind of, that simple. I mean, I, 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 well, here's what's <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It, it, sometimes when people do things, this is, by the way, this is an aha moment. It's a framework right. change. It is. Right? <laughs> the, the, the framework is how do you convince somebody who you don't know that they should talk to you about your product or service? Well, you have a book. True. Well, how could you do a book in eight hours? Or let me, when I'm done with this sentence, I'll tell you how you do it in two hours. But how do I do a book in eight hours where I still demonstrate appropriately? And not only do I have a book that I could potentially have in a hardcover format, color printed on the inside, but I also have it in a platform that has a couple quarters of social media content that's immediately shareable by, by myself, by my fans on social media. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of so now you're hitting and so, and you're hitting now the other idea of having one piece of content that you can turn into five to ten platforms. Sort of. I'll come back to that one. Okay. <laughs> so, so let me let, let me uh, let's do this. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break it up. But yeah. I'm just fascinated because you're moving. You're fast tracking the process. You well, I shouldn't say fast tracking. You're streamlining the publishing process so that the writer can just focus on the content entirely. And once you have the content, you're able to help the the writer translate that and transfer it into the world at rapid speed. That's pretty impressive. Well, the cool part about this content is this is content they're going to have to use anyhow. This is content yeah. that they are, you know, as as a in today's world. If you're saying to yourself, I don't like social media, I'm not going to do social media, what I'll have to say to you is that you will eventually disappear because yeah. <laughs> social media is part of the future. It is part of actually today, Absolutely. and you'll need, to, I agree. you'll need to take advantage of it. So why not, when you spend your eight hours um, writing a book or the two hours is we can do an interview of the expert, and what we'll do is we'll pull out their genius and then ghostwrite the book for them. And what we'll talk about uh, is who are their prospects, what are their pain points, what are the objections when they talk to their prospects. And whether or not we write it or you write it, you're also writing two quarters of social media content. You're writing the yeah. type of stuff you're going to want to share on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, uh, you're directly. So why not – have us a Twitter. Sorry, should have mentioned that. So why not have yeah. uh, why not have that into a book that not only content you could share, but content mm -hmm. you can get your fans to share. Very clever, very clever. And, and, and I, I'm I'm curious to know. So 
out of all of the books that you publish, you know, you, the number that, that I read from your bio was 58 plus in this regard. Over 800 you've worked with. You, know, you have some impressive numbers here. These aren't small. So, 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 so I've written, 50, written 58, published 800. Yes. So out of all okay. of those AHA books that you've helped produce, including your own, which ones do you feel are the ones that, you know, for those of us who are beginning and want to do this, it still want to get a sense of some quality content. Naturally, the answer would be that they're all great because they are. But which are the ones, which books or, or titles would you recommend that we check out? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard for any author not to mention their own books. So I'll do that first and then I'll mention some of Sorry, I probably should mention the other, the, my other books first. But so if you went to, and I'm going to give you additional URLs. I did a book called okay. Hey, Did You Aha That? Uh, that book's available on okay. Amazon, paperback, hardcover, Kindle, but it's also on the Aha That platform. And the platform itself is free to use, free to share. So the URL for that book is aha.pub, A-H-A.P-U-B, slash aha. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it. it is, um, what it'll do is it bring you to the opportunity for you to actually then, it will open up, if you haven't been on the aha that platform, it'll open up an account for you. It'll give you 12 books for free, plus, the, uh, plus that aha book. And then most of our books, probably 99% of our books are free in the platform. You just need to go in and unlock them so that you have access to read them. Ah, got it, got it, got it. In fact, I have to share, I recently, about six months ago, I found a really cool book online. I was looking for a resource, something that was outside of the textbook in my creative writing class, and I wanted to look mm-hmm. for something, find something out there that perhaps was in the freeware world, the freeware world that would allow my students to engage and get some discourse on, on one particular topic, like, like writing sensory details. And I came across a platform that was similar to what you just described. And I have to say this. I've come across several since that point, and some of the best works are the ones that are offered for free. And mm. people don't recognize that. What you give out and what you, the more that you get put out there in the universe, the more it comes back to you. And so I appreciate your saying what you just said because what you're providing is a really cool tool, and you're, and you're moving with the times of digital rhetoric. You're ma- moving forward, and you're p- transforming lives of individuals as well as allowing the idea and the tradition of sharing and conveying and expressing ideas to flourish in this new form. Good job. Uh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. And, and given that you, what you just mentioned, one of the books I, I will absolutely mention is uh, there, we have a professor emeritus of rhetoric from Duke University, Dr. George Gulpin, mm-hmm. who wrote a book on how and why we've been teaching English wrong at college and university for the last 200 years. So you can see mm-hmm. his book at aha.pub slash Gopin, G-O-P-E-N. So that would be a good book to uh, a good book to take a look at. Let me take a look at a couple others that that are interesting. And there's so many amazing books. If if you're in the world of mindfulness, if that's a topic mm-hmm. that you want to learn about mm-hmm. or you're mm-hmm. interested in, uh, we have another book, uh, uh, a Latino uh, expert in this space, guy by the name of Daniel Guterres. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. roll my R, which I probably should have. Um, and his book is <laughs> aha.pub slash mindfulness. Yes. And then I, I thought I'd mention one other thing that's fun. Um, we, one of the things when you have something that's new like this, 140 bite-sized quotes, is you try to think about unique and different ways to use it. Well, mm-hmm. what I've ended up doing is I had this idea to – be able to have a phrase in a 100 plus languages. So we currently have 40 plus phrases. So if you wanted to say happy birthday, instead of, you know, let's say it's a friend or a colleague, right? And, you know, it's not normally worth the birthday present. You want to do more than just, you know, the standard, you know, you click on the LinkedIn button that says happy birthday or Facebook that says happy birthday. Well, you can actually type into their social media stream 
aha.pub slash happy birthday. And what happens is mm-hmm. the cover for the book will pop up, and then the, you know, it, for those that click on it, they'll get brought to the happy birthday book on the aha.pub platform where there's the phrase happy birthday in 100-plus languages. That so is very if clever. You go to this <laughs> URL, let me give you a URL, ahadat.com slash phrases, and you'll see the phrases that we have. Um, and that is, it, I mean, and it, it's so cool. Uh, I, we just, I just did a, a, a thing on work anniversary, so ahadat.com slash work anniversary. Uh, thank you is one of my favorites. Uh, I often do You Are Awesome, so aha.pub slash You Are Awesome. And, and it's just kind of cool uh, when the recipient uh, uh, sees it and clicks on it and then sees that. Now, we've only, at the moment, we've only taken two of those books and turned them into physical books. So I've got the got thank it. you book and the physical book, and then, uh, and I did this because uh, I've got the I'm sorry book. So I have I'm sorry in a hundred plus languages. Got I'm sorry too. And that Got one's it. in hard, that one's in hardcover, and I did that one because every now and then you got to say you're sorry, and and there's just nothing works. So sending them a hardcover book with a note inside, maybe uh, if it's the appropriate thing, that the right yeah, that's pretty powerful. Maybe yeah. maybe that'll do it for you. <laughs> so is that, well, is that I a, have to tell a you, good start. I can keep going, but that's a good start, what? right? That was a great start, and it also gives all of us a sense of how the platform works and what you've done. I share this all the time with my colleagues and other authors who are out there trying to get their work out. You have to realize that the lines are obscure now between the print world versus the digital world. They are now So I really appreciate your, your offering that those insights. And, folks, I know you're listening our platform is a little off today because we want to give Mitch the opportunity to give us full account of what, what his program is about. And I do hope that you will consider creating your own aha moments with what he's doing. So, Mitchell, there are a few questions coming in. I'm now up to about 16. And in our time, we're already at <laughs> awesome. half hour in. Half hour in already. And we, I had all these questions planned for Mitchell, but you know what? The best questions of all are those that come from our fans. So, I'm going to go ahead and get some of those in. So are you ready, Mitchell? Please. That sounds great. And, and Billy, I think we may have to do this again sometime. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We, this is the first of many. And even if we, if, just as an aside, getting together and having a conversation that focuses on one particular aha work and, and reflections mm. on it, that would be really cool as well to, to give it an even deeper uh, in-depth understanding or context to it. But anyhow, let's get to what Mark is looking for. Mark has a question for you. Mark, thank you for listening. He's writing in from Hollywood, Florida. He asked the following question to you, Mitchell. Mark writes, what fascinates you about helping others, Mitchell? Have you always been fond of of helping others? Hmm. Mark, thank you. What What a really, it's a really good question. So, so yes. I'm going to say something really sexist, which is not necessarily a good thing, but I think women are born on this planet with the, and that their natural answer is yes. And, and men's mm-hmm. natural answer is no. <laughs> so I've been married for 28 <laughs> years and, and having spent that much time with my wife, she's definitely helped me figure out that, uh, and this is the, this is the Napoleon Hill focus, the Dale Carnegie focus in life. And, and my wife really helped me, be this type of person, the more you could help other people, the more it helps you. So when I put my hat on in the morning, when I'm having a conversation with whether it's an existing customer, in which case I'm getting paid for it, or if it's a prospect or whoever, and, and this is where my team has to guard my time sometimes, my job, I want to quickly give somebody or learn enough from somebody where there's a framework I've seen in the world that I could share with them so they could have their aha moment or I've, or I've, I've never seen this scenario before. I, I want to learn yeah. about it so I might be able to share it with somebody else. So I guess the answer becomes part of it was, uh, sorry, I didn't start my business that way. I always felt when I started my business, I uh, when I worked in the corporate world, I focused on being a liaison between groups of people, right? So, so to some extent, I was helping other people 
learn something new, get that framework. It wasn't as robust as what I do today, but it was focused on helping people be successful and learning how to do things in a different way as the world changes. And then as I started working for myself uh, in 1997, it's, it's really the only way to do business. It's how you network. It's, it's how people, uh, word of mouth marketing happens when you've done good things for enough people. And, and in today's world, here's the, here's, the, here's the most important thing. If you do a lot of bad things for people, it, it's hard to run away from that. So the more good yeah. things you do, the more positive reviews you have, the more opportunity that you share you know, in the mindfulness world, the more karma you put out there, the, the better your, your life can become. So. Great response. And Mark, you know, that, I, I agree with what Mitchell just saying. I always say this many times on air, you get what you put out in the universe. So if you put out great stuff and great energy, it comes back to you in beautiful ways. But then if you put out crap, guess what? Guess what's going to swing your way? So I really appreciate your acknowledging that and appreciate you, Mark, for listening. So, Mitchell, here's what we're going to do. We have 17 questions here, and so I'm going to give you a one-minute <laughs> response to the questions. So that way we can get everyone in. Because I was wondering, if, really I was wondering if you were going to do that. Sure, I'll do my best. Yes, I'm going, to, yeah, I'm going to time your question because you're so good and you're so in-depth, but I do want to give everyone a chance to get a chance, a little taste of uh, a response to the things that they, they'd like to know from you. So here's a, a really Beautiful. good one, actually, coming from Trenton, New Jersey. Maxine from Trenton, New Jersey, asked the following question. Thanks, Maxine, for listening. Who or what inspires you to succeed, Mitchell? I'm telling you, Billy, your your audience is smart. Maxine, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for asking. They're creating aha moments with you. <laughs> they they are creating aha moments. Uh, you know, if there, there are two ways to answer that. Who inspires me today? Uh, my wife and my son. I mean, family, mm-hmm. uh, friends. I mean, really, every day watching people be happy inspires me dramatically. If there was, if I was going to frame it as, uh, if there's one person in the world that I would uh, love to have a single uh, dinner with, uh, it'd be Mark Cuban from Shark Tank. Uh, I, I was yeah. on a panel with Mark way back when in Las Vegas, uh, 1996. I was on a panel with Mark before he became who he is today, and you know he's just a pretty special guy then and still is now. And I, I like his approach to the world, to his family, to his businesses. Well said. Thank you for that response. And Maggie from Miami, Florida has a question for you. And the question is as follows. I have always wanted to publish a book about other people's lives or the anecdotes about life that have helped me cope. It sounds like the aha guy can help. What is the first step in the process of working with your company? You kind of mentioned this earlier, but you may want to reiterate where where Maggie could go. So, you can go to ahathat.com, A-H-A-T-H-A-T.com slash author. And when you see the three-step process, here's what I suggest. Fill out step one and, and certainly read, read step two, which is the single-page PDF, and fill out 10 aha messages. Don't, don't do the whole book. Just do 10. And then you could say, listen, I, I, heard, I heard you on – when you submit it, say that you heard me on – you heard Mitchell Levy on the Billy Jones show – and that you'd like him to give some quick feedback, and and I'll make that offer in my uh, and I'll make that offer in that gift to you and your audience, because what what goes through my mind is I love the concept of doing that, and the question becomes: Are you writing the book because it's cool and it's it's been an area that you've coped with, or are you writing the book because you now will take that asset, the book? and use it for more speaking, for more consulting, for a product you sell or a service you sell? And if the answer Mm, to that last question is yes, then I'd say do the book. If the answer to that question Mm -hmm. is no, what I'm going to say is, well, what book could you write or how could you spin it that you're going to do something that will also help you? And that's the piece that's interesting to me. You don't just do a book to do a book because the book itself is not going to be – our our goal or desire to be the next J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, that's that's a higher odds than uh, winning the lottery. 
So what mm-hmm. I'd say is do the book that's going to help you in your business today or the business you want to go forward on, and, and that would be better. So if you, if you can tie that into a nonprofit, that's another way to do it. But anyhow, that what I'd say mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. make sure that the goals for doing the book is the appropriate goal and the expectations of what you can get out of that is, are the right expectations. Excellent advice. And Maggie, I, 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 I totally agree with Mitchell. Please make sure, start from the ground up. You look in your own backyard. You don't have to go very far to see what would be of value in your own space as it applies to this production of a book. And then what comes after that, it happens. So I love that advice, Mitchell. And there's a question coming in from Carla from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Mitchell. But we're now moving up the coast here, I noticed. There's a trend here. The East Coast, that is. Of all the business pursuits you have accomplished in your life, which one is your most favorite? Man, I'm telling you, all these questions are those that have never been asked before. <laughs> so beautifully done. You know, they're it's good really they're good. <laughs> yeah, these are great listeners. It's really it's a very interesting thing. I I loved. I was I sat on the board of a public company for nine years. That was pretty cool. I just a month actually. A week ago or two weeks ago, I just finished a TED Talk. Uh, that was pretty powerful for me. Uh, last year, I did a uh, commencement speech at a university. That was pretty powerful. I see, yes, I saw a video online, actually. I did see that. Well done. Yeah, so I think I, it's kind of an interesting question. I think at the time, a long time ago, I, there was a conference called Comdex, which was the largest IP mm-hmm. conference in the world. I ran four conferences for Convex. That was a pretty big deal for me. Um, I, I created five, no, four different executive business programs at universities. That was a big deal for me, too. So I'm giving a bunch of answers. The, the, the things that I really like, I guess, are two. I, I, like, I created a framework in the past of how people can analyze companies. And that's a business that just I couldn't make more than 30000 a year for three years in a row, and I just put that on the side. I think what I'm probably my most favorite accomplishment now is is the and I'm just at the beginning of it is this on that platform because what mm-hmm. it does is it it not only allows me to leverage what I do but the really cool part is there's a platform that you Billy Jones you can leverage this platform to leverage what you do and others can do that as well and so I provided a tool mm-hmm. that kind of merges the gap between the industrial society and the, and the old way we did things and the old way we do books and, and the new world of, of social and interaction. And so I, aha, that has to be up there as, as one of my favorite accomplishments. Wonderful. Wonderful. And I would hope it would be because this is the aha moment we're creating here too. And, I, there, you know, these questions that are coming in, Mitch, I am astounded by these questions. So I'm going to move as gracefully as we could, we can. And, folks, I hold off on any of the calls that are coming in. I see that you're moving from my queue to my inbox, so I thank you very much. So, Mitch, here's the next question. This one's from my colleague, Anike, who is another host and a creator of a show under the Everyday Folks brand. She hosts a show titled Journey into Passion. And she's always looking and interviewing phenomenal people who are making their life changes to follow and pursue their passions. So her question to you, Mitchell, mm. is what do you feel is one of the big, biggest mistakes business owners make when it comes to promoting their products or services? Sorry, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, good question. I, uh, you know, the, 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 and this is uh, the reason I, I, I kind of giggled a, a little bit is this is part, part of the talk I just gave, uh, and that is we – this transformation we have in technology and the world, mm-hmm. we, we are moving from the uh, industrial age constructs. The educational system today – this could be an entire new show. The educational system is all based on the industrial age society. So we're moving yes. from an industrial age world to a social age world. And yes. what's interesting is we don't know the rules. Right. We so right now everyone has a microphone. Anyone who wants a microphone has one. And so when a business owner gets a microphone and they believe there's an audience, mm-hmm. what do they do? 
the business owner says, hey, I can talk. Look at me. Buy, buy, buy. My, my, my. This is my product. So the biggest mistake they can make is make it me-focused versus making yes. it you, i.e. their client-focused. And, and, uh, and unfortunately, a lot of the marketers out there, the advertising agencies still have it wrong. So there are still many people in industries that are still making money in the old industrial way we do things, and, uh, and we're moving into this new world. And the point is you have to act like what you're seeing here. You have to act like what, what Billy does. You need to give to the world. And as you're giving to the world, people get to know you and say, oh, I kind of like this person, and I know this person, and I trust this person. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I should do business mm-hmm. with this person or this company. And it's really that simple yet complex, isn't it? It is. It absolutely is. And you know what's funny? At the end of the day, I always say that whatever drives you, we all have drives. We're driven for various reasons. But you have to be driven for the right reasons. And the only person who knows ultimately what those right reasons are are you is you. But if you're really passionate about making that connection and in for the long haul, you have to kind of listen to your constituency and see where they're at and see what their interest is too. So it's a fine line that we have to teeter at times. But I love the fact that at the end of the day, if you're, if you're very self-centered and self-focused, you won't get very far. You may get your 15 minutes of fame, and that's about it. And, and Janet from Atlanta, Georgia, asked the following question. What is the average time itch it takes a person to complete a work from concept to publication with your company? Hmm. I'm telling you, you still haven't you have you have not had anyone repeat a question I've ever had before. Oh, let me tell you, they're still coming. (laughs) It's elegantly done. Really good question. So, so let me let me answer this question uh, in a two two prong process. I'm going to give you the standard answer, right? So that and and then I'm going to give you the oh my god, we we have something we have to do and we need to move quickly answer. Okay. So here's a standard answer. Uh, typically, and, and I think, can I, I need to step back for a second. One can first write an aha book, which is a social media-enabled ebook. That's what we've been talking about. After right. that, we can then upgrade. So if, if somebody wants to, to spend a little bit more, we could turn that aha book into a PDF and a Kindle. And once on the Kindle platform, obviously, then they're published on Amazon. And the, I should make it clear, the author owns 100% of the copyright, and if the book makes money, and I say that as an if, books don't always make money, but if the book makes mm-hmm. money and sells well, the author makes 51% of profit. Ooh. So, And then the additional thing, we can upgrade to a paperback and hardcover. And what we do these days, we're a print-on-demand printer, but we print in color on the inside. And there's, stuff, there's nothing more powerful than a hardcover book talking about your prospect's pain point that has color on the inside that you hand to a prospect. I mean, it, 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 think about that versus a business card and, and what does that mean for you. Okay, yeah. so now let me step back. Yeah. So in terms yeah. of doing the AHA book, it's mm-hmm. typically somewhere, I like to say, somewhere between a week or two and a month. And largely what happens is this depends on the, the person and how quickly they respond. So, for instance, we're going to say, hey, what ideas do you have for the cover? And if they say, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, or they say, oh, hey, take a look at my website and make it brand the same, our designer will take mm-hmm. a stab at that. And if, you, if they like it, then it's sooner versus you know, later. Right. Okay. Right. So it, it really depends on the response time, both about you know how busy our team is, but also how quickly the author is at responding. Uh, let me say the the quickest we've ever done is we've actually created books live at, at a conference. So for those who are running conferences, if you actually want to create it live or have it done within a day, we've done that. Now That's the next really level. Idea. Oh, wow. it's kind of fun, right? Well, you can yeah, actually really do it live, and that makes it so much fun. Holy cow. So the people can actually see it changing as it's moving. They see it. Right. They, well, absolutely. That's a really good idea. Right. So when it gets to physical books, you know, the PDF or the Kindle or paperback mm-hmm. or hardcover, typically I like to say about two or three months. Now, the quickest we've ever done it has been three and a half weeks from the start of the concept to a physical book in hand. And I think 
other than pain, if somebody has, if money is not an object, we could actually do a physical book. Um, in if somebody had a four-day conference or a five-day conference, we can grab content on day one and have a physical book on day four or five. So that'd be kind of fun. Wow. Uh, but but for the average wow. person, it's probably it's probably three and a half weeks. Those are fastest, and in general, it's somewhere between two to three months. Because what happens wow. is when you I know that's still fast. But here's the interesting part. Sometimes you don't always want to move fast. So you can write your aha book first, and that goes pretty quickly. Um, and then when you get to do your physical book, we get more stuff, right? You have a opportunity now to have front matter and back matter. Now, in front matter, it's stuff like your introduction and your acknowledgments. Now, what's fascinating, depending on who you are and what business you're in, do you want to go after or forward? And, and, you know, so it might take a little bit longer if there's a perfect person to do a forward for you. Um, Do you want to get the uh, endorsements on your, what we're doing right now for an author, is we're publishing their Kindle book first. We then will do an Amazon campaign, make it a best-selling book. And then we'll do the physical book with the, with the words best-selling author on the cover. So, you know, wow. it just depends on what you're looking for. Uh, but it, it, so, so there is an answer. And so what I said there, it's two or three months is on average is, is your answer. And then there's opportunity to make it longer or shorter, and it just depends on what you're trying to do. Got it. That is, and Janet, that was outstanding advice. So what, what AHA that is doing is providing you direct access and a pathway to the digital rhetoric, which I feel is the, is the best way to go, especially in a time we're trying to, we're looking at our environment situation. This is a great option for us to move to go in that direction in order to preserve. As much as I feel like the smell, feel, and touch of the book, I also acknowledge that that book is also eating into our environment. And so, therefore, you're providing this platform where it can readily be received quickly, produced immediately, and distributed at rapid speed, courtesy of digital rhetoric. And, Janet, for more information, yeah. you have to check out page. Check out Mitch's page, which is now available as a link on BillyPaulJones.com under who I'm supporting. Mitch, you were going to say something? Beautiful. Oh, I was going to say that there's still something, a publisher who has published 800 titles, there's still something powerful about a physical book. Oh, absolutely. I agree. That, I agree. that said, let me, let, me, let me say something. Let me answer a question that hasn't been answered yet because this is an aha moment. Go for it. And that is when you can actually produce a book in eight hours or two hours with the interview and get it, get it done in such rapid time frame. If we stuck with just – and let's assume that we're, we're not – it's not unlimited funds, but we have a reasonable amount of funds – now we're not just talking about an author with one book. When you could do something so quickly, you're not, it's not the you're investing your entire life work into this right. one asset. Right. You're producing something that solves a specific prospect's pain points. Well, yep. think about how easy it would be to now have a half a dozen books, either focusing on the same prospects or even having a slightly different audience set or a slightly different pain point. And now all of a sudden you could say, just like you said with me, I'm the author of 58 books. That sounds really impressive. And, and some of the co-authors I've had with those books are amazing. And some of the books are amazing and some are okay. Right. But the thing is, if, if you're now the author of a half dozen books on, on a set of issues that solve your prospects problems, think about how much more powerful you are when you, when that prospect looks at you versus your competition. Absolutely. I, 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 I agree. And you know, I have an interesting question coming in that I have to ask Mitchell. Listen to this. It's from Milton from Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you for listening, Milton. Great show. I appreciate the dialogue always, BJ. And Mitchell, you are impressive. Maybe you two should <laughs> do a meetup and have a live conversation of sorts. Mitchell, do you participate in meetups? And BJ, would you consider <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, hey, Billy, do you like BJ versus Billy? What do you like? I go asked. by both. When I, and, and here's a little story. When I, when I was growing up, when my mom loved me, 
she calls me B B J or BP because my middle name is Paul. And so I told her to start calling me BP because that's the gas station. So I so B J is it's synonymous to Billy. Um, Dr. J, J, I have all kinds of names, and they all seem to work. I'll respond depending on the hour and the day. <laughs> and so the question, though, is a really good one because meetups, a lot of YouTubers do meetups. And this is a great opportunity for fans who follow and subscribe to their YouTube channel to meet up. And it's a general little one-hour show or a conversation on the stage where the YouTuber has a dialogue. And so this is a great idea, actually, Milton. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Mitch, what do you think? <laughs> you know, creating a meetup opportunity where, um, where people can come up and if they have these aha moments, you're probably already doing something like this, but it's under another name or something. So what about well, we, the idea we, of a meetup uh, app? So are we talking about – so there is a, there is a uh, uh, site called Meetup where – it's a tool which people use to pull together local meetings. Right. Are we talking I, about that or something right. different? This, I don't think he's talking about that. Right. Milton's not referring to that. He's referring to YouTubers call meetups. A meetup is a, an event. It's like a show where all the fans are welcome. They actually sell tickets to this too. So it's a great way that, that YouTubers are making more money in addition to their subscription online. And so uh, a meetup is an opportunity to interact physically one-on-one with a speaker or an artist or an individual, a creative speaker. Oh, beautiful. And so what Milton is suggesting so, is that you create a meetup about aha moments. And aha well, I have an interesting – I have a very interesting thought. So, Milton, if you want to create a meetup where Bill and I uh-huh. come and you sell tickets and we actually come and participate in your meetup in Las Vegas, count me in. We'll be there. <laughs> hey, I, I, be I, I, I Sounds like fun. Show. I have to say, Milton, we're all ears, and we will do whatever is required. You, you, you support us, we'll come in, and we'll give you a show to remember. And, of course, and while yeah, we I, do the show, you know, Mitchell will create a book. He'll create an aha book, a moment for it. Well, I'll podcast it live, so that way you're getting a two-for-one there, too. And uh, so sounds like fun. I, I think it's a, it sounds like fun. I, I thought it was a great idea and, and one of the most unique questions I've had this calendar year, honestly, on the show. So here's I gotta get two more in. And folks, I appreciate your sending your 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 messages in. Thanks for the love. I'm squeezing them in. And Mitch, you have a third you get forty five second response for a question because I wanna get some of these are really good. So here goes. So Okay. So here is a question. This one's really funny. This is from Yanni's ladies from Miami, Florida. So it's right here in my own backyard. Thank you for listening, Yanni's ladies. She asks, I have a boss. Well, here's her statement. I have a boss who gets on my nerves. However, based on what you described earlier, I believe he is the thought leader. Is there a rule that thought leaders have to be jerks? Should this be added? Should this be an, should this be an avoided practice to treat people with decency and respect? Maybe I should write an aha book about this. <laughs> It's more of a statement <laughs> than a question, but so let me answer it and then give a suggestion. Uh, so Go in the it. TED talk I just did, what I suggested was in order to be successful in the future, you have to be you to be a good, efficient thought leader. You have to be you. And what that means, you need to have trust with the people you work with and you have trust if you actually have and demonstrate integrity, authenticity, and vulnerability. So it sounds to me that the boss is not demonstrating one or more of those elements. And at some point in time, when my TED Talk comes out, have them listen to that. That'd be a good, good place to start. Let me mm-hmm. give you one other suggestion. A suggestion for somebody who has a boss who's a thought leader who may not, maybe they don't have the right relationship today why don't you take the first stab, whether you publish it or not, of writing the aha book for your boss? And if you actually approached him uh-huh. with an aha book that, that you could say, hey, listen, listen, boss, I've, I've actually, I like what you say and like what you do. I just, you just don't like how they do it. But I like what you say and I like what you do. And I've taken the, the, the step of creating a book. Do you think we can actually co-publish that together? So if you've done all the work and you make it easy and the boss finds this useful, 
Well, all of a sudden, they're going to start treating you differently, at least I would assume they would, because you've given them an asset they didn't have before. And that is a, well a book that represents what they're doing. Absolutely, and I think at the uh, that's the beautiful advice to the honest ladies, actually. The honest ladies, at the end of the day, especially in the world of work, I've, I've seen in my 22 years, I've run across amazing individuals, thought leaders, as, as, as Mitchell described, but also individuals who I feel also are, are, are we're on a growth pathway, but others, we grow in different ways. What Mitchell suggested is a great way to really move forward and to see the good and value because it sounds like you do value what your boss offers. So I suggest you follow up and check out Mitch's page. The link is now available on who I'm supporting on BillyPaulJones.com. Mitchell, here's a very loaded question, and I want you to answer this one very honestly, and as you have already, but this one's going to make you think a little more. And this is from Ramon, who also resides here in Miami, Florida. He wants to know, after it's all said and done, what do you hope is the legacy that you hope to leave in, that you that you'd like to leave in the world? Mm, it's a beautiful question. It is. You know, it's, it's beautiful. Question. It's fascinating. I, if it was a little over five weeks ago, I wouldn't have the first part of my answer. The first part of the oh. answer is I I already did because five weeks ago I was asked uh, to do the TED talk, which I did in Hickory, North Carolina. And by definition, I believe a TED Talk is a legacy piece because it's yes, not yes. commercial. It's not selling my product. It is, it, is something, it, is, it is something that I believe is helpful for people as we transition from the industrial age to the social age. So, so to answer your question, Ramona, thank you for asking. One piece of it is I've, I've left a legacy piece by doing a TED Talk, right? So that's step one. Um, step two is I, this platform – this, this AHA that platform, what it does is it helps people understand that everyone, if you want to be in business in the future, you have to be an expert. There's so much noise out there. You have to be the expert. Books are still the right thing to do. So the legacy would be having – so first step of the legacy, I want 10,000 people augmenting their living by using AHA that and getting mm-hmm. paid for what they do. And then after that, mm-hmm. of course, the numbers are significantly higher. And the legacy is having an asset that will live. I've done so many things that were transactional in time. So having something that really helps transform who we are and mm-hmm. how we think and how we do things, that's a legacy piece for me. I'd be excited about mm. that. And I'm more wow. excited about who I touch, but the numbers are much smaller than they need to be. They're going to be broad. Oh. Well, and what a wonderful way to close, Mitchell. I first want to say thank you. This conversation was amazing, and the questions were very, very deep <laughs> and very meaningful. So I appreciate you first for taking the time out of your day to be a oh, part of the you. Everyday Folks family. And no, this is not your last time coming, by the way. I will be bugging you for more conversations. And, yes, I will be making my aha moment with aha that. Well, and Mitchell is the aha guy, so this is not over. No, it's what's not over, but but I'm going to make, let me make the offer. Let me make the offer live for those that are listening. Okay. That is, if you decide that you're going to do an aha book and you think it's cool enough that we should talk about it on the air, uh, Billy, maybe you and I have whoever does the writing on the air and we talk about what they've done. I am in, I'm in my friend. I totally support and endorse your, your, your challenge. You hear that folks? How much fun would that be? Anyone who would like to do this. This would be great, and I think it'll be a, a wonderful follow-up. This is one of those things that you can put on your New Year's resolutions list. <laughs> and I, I say that sincerely, all jokes aside. Folks, this is the challenge is out there. Mitchell has offered you the opportunity. And here at Everyday Folks, we'll be happy to provide live broadcast and support and endorsement, not only of the book, for any other publication and promotion you'd like for it thereafter. Let's do it and contact us. And, Mitch, I want to say thank you to you again and to all of our listeners for the wonderful questions. We had folks who were in our call queue who transitioned over into our inbox. And so for that, I thank you. I will be in touch with you. So you have a great Sunday. And, folks, do check out Mitch Mitchell. He has a link already on BillyPaulJones.com under who I'm supporting. You'll see that handsome guy and you'll see that handsome brand. 
do consider creating your aha moments with him. And I'd like to say to everyone else for listening, do tune in for our next shows. Coming this Sun Saturday, December 9th, is Nikkei S with another segment of Journey into Passion. And she's created this 30-day challenge. And if you follow her on her social media, you'll see some of the videos and some of the exciting people that she has enlisted in order to help make that possible. So do check her out. And I promise in two weeks I will be returning right before the winter holiday closes or at least commences for us to enjoy. I'll come back with another segment in a year-end review. Until then, thank you for listening to me, meeting and chatting with Mitchell Levy, and listening to Everyday Folks on a weekly basis. Until next time, take care of yourselves and enjoy your day. Take care, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.